Welcome to the Warrior Women Project podcast, helping you become a warrior woman, sort your shit and find better balance in your life. Welcome to the Warrior Women Project podcast. This is Jane here and I am delighted to be back with another podcast. We're going to be looking at the book again. So we're looking at rule number four, breathe, stop, breathe. And today I'm talking to you about stress and how we react to it, how it impacts our lives and some top tips on how we can deal with it. So the dictionary definition of stress is a noun, a state of mental or emotional strain or tension resulting from adverse or demanding circumstances. And as a verb, it's a cause, mental or emotional strain or tension. So we we know stress is basically when bad shit happens and we don't always deal with it in the best way. It's hard to say that when you're really stressed that you deal with things in the best way possible. I certainly don't anyway. So what I want to talk about is the realisations, first of all, that I've had about stress, because I'm somebody who, people who know me really, really well can probably tell that I'm stressed because of the way that I act, but generally, like, on the outside, I'm pretty cool as a cucumber, I don't really let things bother me so much, I'm neither up or down, pretty much taking things and taking life in, in my stride, basically, and what I did discover particularly like post-divorce was that yeah I didn't seem stressed by it but what I actually was doing was I was burying the stress the emotional stress I knew how to bury my head in the sand and say all the things that I was meant to say so that I could cope on the outside but really I was just burying things really really deep down and I it got to a point where I had to deal with it because I hadn't been dealing with it you know, people always sort of refer to me as a strong person and because of that, I felt, particularly in that circumstance, that I had to come across as that same strong person, that I had to put the brave face on and tell the world that I was absolutely fine and that I was completely dealing with things. And what I did, instead of dealing with the emotional stress of the breakdown of my marriage, was I made myself really, really busy. I was working every day, seven days a week I was doing, I was working, I was working out all the time, I found a place that I considered to be my happy place, which at that time was on my spin bike, teaching indoor cycling classes, and I just went head deep into work, and it was busy, 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 Um, basically a busy mind doesn't have time to be sad, and when you're filling yourself with the things that you enjoy and you love, then you don't necessarily think about the other things and sometimes that's absolutely fine, that's absolutely great but you need to set time aside. Particularly when you've been through a traumatic event, you need to set some time aside to deal with that grief and deal with your emotions and allow yourself to feel the emotions because if you don't, they will come back and kick you in the ass and that's exactly what had happened to me. So I had, I was so busy burying my head in the sand, numbing the pain with food, drink, going out partying, working all the time and 
I wasn't in a place where I could even be alone or be idle or my Facebook memories there are so many memories that are coming up particularly now because it was around this time of the year that um, my marriage broke down all the things that I was doing I was constantly out partying nightclubs all weekend I took up running and I was going out running 10-15 kilometres a day on top of going to the gym on top of teaching my classes and it was just this constant 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 noise in my life and obviously I can look back in that now and think that should have been really loud alarm bells ringing there and at the time I chose not to hear them that might have been the right thing that I needed to go through but at the same time it didn't help me at all so there's other forms of stress that we can have not just emotional stress we can have stress from the pressure of work we can have stress from just from our general relationships things not going our way maybe we've got too much work going on even physical stress if you're going and training too much or too hard too intensely and not taking that time out to rest and recover not taking time out to see and feel any emotions that you you want to feel and when you're busy 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 all the time you don't have that space to be able to feel them and then you start to feel overwhelmed and breathless and panicky and you can't get straight thoughts in your mind and that's just a gradual build up of stress and build up of stress and build up of stress and it can come out in so many different ways so you can be really scatty and forgetful and or you can fall unwell or you miss appointments like there's so many things that will come out it might show itself up as anxiety or depression um panic like if you start to have panic attacks you know when you get really short breath um taking time to chill out just when you try and chill out and you can't you can't breathe you can't relax if you've got low or no libido that could be stress that's causing that to happen as well um if you're feeling sick headaches you know there's lots of physiological responses that can come out when we start to binge eat quite often stress is behind that if you've got eczema psoriasis if you're not sleeping properly your mood's all over the place you've got muscle tension you know really sore back sore necks or shoulders obviously these things can come from other places but look at stress first are you sleeping well at night if you're not getting to sleep because your mind's constantly racing or you're waking up through the night because your mind's constantly racing or early in the morning probably stress is come is kicking in there and saying you need to deal with something so the first thing that you need to do is just to pause for a second and that when you're when you're busy when you've got a lot of stuff going on can be really really difficult to do but you do need to just pause and take a breath and it is literally just big deep breath in and out the other day I, I found myself looking at my to-do list and thinking about all the things that I had to do and I had to put a washing on and I had to get food organised and I was going out to teach a class and I wanted to get all this stuff done and I was like oh my god I don't know where to start and I was paralysed with all the shit that I had to do and I wasn't getting anywhere so I took myself out the situation I was just like I need to get away from this I'm going to go and sit and beat on my drum for five minutes. I've got a, a Tibetan drum. So I went away up into my spare room, sat down, picked up the drum, picked up the drum and stick and just started 
tapping out some beats. And I sat there, big deep breaths, changing the tempo, breathing into the beats, just feeling that vibration through my arm as I was sitting. And after five minutes, I felt unbelievably better. And I then managed to get to my to-do list and do all the things that needed to be done that were really important that had to be done that day and other things got put to the side and that was absolutely fine but if I hadn't taken that five minutes I would have been sitting for half an hour 45 minutes going oh my god oh my god oh my god and not actually getting anything done and when you're in that state you really you do sort of become paralyzed and you get a bit panicky and a bit freaky and it doesn't work Now sometimes stress isn't always the worst thing in the world. Sometimes it can be your best friend. More more often than not, it can be your worst enemy. When it is your best friend, it's when it helps you get deadlines done. It helps you get your shit together. And back back in the millions of years ago, it was to save us from being eaten by the lion. Now the interesting thing that many psychologists and physicians and doctors and things talk about is your body doesn't know when it's a lion that's waiting for you or when it's your boss waiting for you. And obviously we know that these two things are very, very different. Your body still responds physiologically in exactly the same way. Increases the stress levels, increases all the hormones, the cortisol, the adrenaline and that's why you get that breathlessness because it's survival of survival is the brain's priority so we need to find a way to be to for us to take a rational look at it and go there is no lion here waiting for me so it's okay we need to train that into ourselves now one of the biggest things I have discovered over the years is sleep deprivation is never going to help your stress levels if you get if you are not getting seven or more hours of sleep a night and it only needs to be two nights and within seven days that you don't get seven hours sleep that's when it starts to class as sleep deprivation so if you're not getting seven or more hours a night every night then you're at risk of sleep deprivation for many years I was only getting between four and five hours of sleep a night and that was on a good night from when I came back from Australia in 2009 I went back to college and I had to take on a job to help pay the bills so I was seven days a week from early in the morning until late at night either working or doing college work or being at college and then at the weekends was going out partying and living the life and then when I left college I was running businesses with my friends and we were up till late at night and then getting up early in the morning to teach classes so I was lucky if I got four or five hours of sleep in a night and from then up until the start of this year the start of 2017 that was my routine that was I would go to sleep after midnight and be up at 5am all year round even on a day off my body clock was waking up at that time and then I got sick this year and when I got sick I started looking into what was it that was happening with my body I've got an autoimmune disease um, called Crohn's which is chronic inflammation from through the whole digestive system so basically from the mouth to the back passage I have inflammation I have ulcers I have a lot of nasty shit going on in my body 
and one of the biggest things that causes that inflammation in the body is stress caused by sleep deprivation there are many other many other things that are going hand in hand here but when I was trying to get better particularly in the early days improving my sleep dramatically improved my healing process it took away helped take away the pain after I'd had I think three or four nights of eight hours plus and of sleep a night the pain was went from a 10 down to a 5 like it was uh, to me it was unbelievable and I hadn't realised how much damage that I had been causing to myself so being able to introduce a real a good sleeping pattern and being strict with myself about it particularly in the very early days getting myself into that habit and into that routine of improving my sleep I will do another podcast particularly on sleep and all its benefits but it's something to look at if you're feeling stressed and I know that if you've got a lot going on getting into a good sleeping pattern can be really difficult and that's when we need to start finding little techniques that can help us get rid of some of that stress so one of those techniques is write stuff down you know clear your mind empty out release some of that stress get an idea in your head of what is it actually going on and how true is it? It's, a, it's such a good question to ask. Is this really true? You know, I, I can run a pattern in my head. Oh my God, I've got so much to do. Oh my God, I've got so much to do. I write down my to-do list and I look at it and I think, well, actually, it's not that bad. So I can put a washing on just now. I can sit and record some podcasts. I can send them over to my assistant to get her to upload them into the system. And then that's three things ticked off pretty much all connected with each other there are other things that can wait it can wait till tomorrow it can wait till the next day not urgent but in your head when you go oh my god oh my god oh my god it's your brain just can go into overdrive so writing things down creating that list seeing what things are actually really really important because some of the things that we think we have to do aren't actually that important you know, if you make your bed or you don't make your bed, it's not the end of the world. If you don't drink or you don't sleep or you don't eat, that's going to cause some more problems because you're going to run out of energy, you're going to burn yourself out. So prioritising what it is that's actually on your list to work out what is important to you. And then when it comes to doing work, make your work time focused work. So switch off any distractions. So I try not to have any of my social media apps open on my laptop. I put my phone away because it's so easy to have the laptop on and then pick up the phone and start scrolling through Instagram, scrolling through Facebook and you get totally, totally distracted. So when it comes to work time, what is it you actually have to do? If you don't need the internet at all, switch off your Wi-Fi like, and have your laptop just as a word processor. If you need to have it, then only have open the actual programs that you need to have open switch off notifications on your phone they're constant distraction every time you hear the ping or the vibration or you get that little red circle with the number in it you oh I wonder what's happened I wonder what's happened and it just gets so distracting and it stops you from being focused so when it comes to work time make work time focused and then when it comes to your rest time and your recovery time make that focused as well so put all the work stuff away switch off your phone if it's a work phone switch off again switch off the wi-fi 
close your emails, don't have those notifications on, make your rest time proper rest time. And I know that for women particularly, it's it's shit. We are expected to be doing it all, having the career, having the family, having the fun, looking amazing with the hair and body absolutely perfect, while cooking for everybody, cleaning after everybody. They're just we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to to be this all singing, all dancing and really if you go out with messy hair, who cares? If you don't have you know, everything running to perfect. If you've ever seen that film Bad Mums, it's hilarious. I'm like, I'm not even a mum and I live her life. <laughs> Things are never running to schedule. I'm always chasing my tail. And you know, we're not Stepford wives. So just let it go. Take a big deep breath and who cares, you know, just because people on social media are posting pictures of their perfect house and their perfect family and blah blah you don't see what's behind the scenes of their lives we don't see the mess the shouting the crying the screaming the untidiness the dishes not done the washing's not done or washing's hung all over the place so just ditch that stuff and be confident about who it is you are and you know if if you are that person who has the makeup done and the hair done and everything that's fantastic be that person and own that person but if it's causing you stress to be that person you need to question is it something that you really really want to have so we're really just taking responsibility for our actions and also for ourselves say yes to the things that are right for you and say no for the things that are not right for you and if they don't make you happy and ask for help from people. Now, the, the saying yes to you, sometimes you can feel a little bit conflicted. I was having a conversation with somebody on social media recently about this and it was, do you say always have to say yes to yourself? Sometimes you feel obliged to say yes to somebody else, but then when you've done it, it actually turns out to be a yes for you. So if a friend asked you for help, and it meant that you weren't able to do something that you had wanted to do and you gave up some of your time to go and help them. That's you saying no to you and yes to somebody else, but then when you go along and you help them out and you see the impact that you've had on their life, sometimes that feeling of reward, it could even be your kids, you know, that feeling of reward from being there for them can be much better than you saying yes to going to the cinema if you had already made that other arrangement. So thinking about saying yes to yourself and not saying no to yourself, but sometimes also thinking about what that outcome's gonna be when you do if you do have to say no to yourself. It's all about trying to make make your life a happier space and remembering to stop and take a breath. You know, breathing is just underrated and pausing taking a big deep breath in and then a slow breath out you know being perfect is not the be all and end all and I am a recovering perfectionist Um, I 
somebody posted a comment and highlighted a spelling mistake on one of my posts. I had put advise instead of advice or the other way about, I can't remember. And they like seemed to take great joy in putting that. And I just, at first I was really hurt by the fact that somebody would actually want to point that mistake out. And then at the end of the day, I thought, do you know what? I'm not perfect and I'm not pretending to be perfect. And in my book, I quite clearly highlight, I am not perfect and nobody is and that putting that expectation on other people just makes people feel shit so if somebody's doing that to you just take a breath and just let it go remember nobody's perfect even if they're trying to give that image of being being perfect so the more control that you have over letting things go the less stress you're going to feel knowing that how you react to something is going to have that long-term impact so if you start freaking out and oh my god oh my god oh my god you know it's eating the rat poison yourself and expecting the rat to die so I want you to take a big deep breath in right now really fill the belly fill the rib cage. And then as you breathe out, just let the shoulders drop down away from the ears. And then I want you to do that again. Take another big deep breath in. And then as you breathe out, let the shoulders drop down away from the ears. And then I'm going to get you to do that one more time. Take a really big deep breath in. And then as you breathe out, just let the shoulders drop down from your ears. And I want you just to think about your posture as you're listening to this podcast and your posture as you go through the day. If you're leaning forward with the shoulders forward all the time and your chest really closed up, that's going to have a big impact on your mood and on your stress. So I want you to think about lifting the chest and pulling the shoulders back and down and having the head up as much as you can. I know when you're driving or you're on your phone that can be a little bit difficult, but if you're just think about that opening up the chest that's going to make that breathing exercise 10 times easier so if you found that you were taking the big deep breath in and as you relaxed wasn't really making any difference try sitting up shoulders back and then do those big those three big deep breaths in and out again another great thing to help you with stress is writing a gratitude journal i'm going to do another podcast on gratitude journals but just putting that focus on what's good in your life is going to be, it works in the brain. It builds strength in the brain that needs the positive. I'm going to do a whole other podcast on this as well. But yeah, just trust me just now and write down things that you're grateful for. So whether it's the, the cosy bed that you've woken up in or whether it's somebody making a cup of tea for you or blue sky coming through when it's the cold autumn months or whatever it is that you're grateful for, just write it down and just pause, even pause and breathe on those three things. Just pause and breathe on whatever it is that you're grateful for and just think about why it is you're grateful for them. And you will feel so much better and so much less stress. And then one more thing that I'm going to ask you to do to help you relieve stress 
is to smile. Now this might sound counterintuitive because when you're stressed, it's frowned down, grizzle, grizzle, grizzle. If you smile, and if it feels like smiling is so much of a challenge, put a pencil or a pen across your mouth so you're holding the pen sideways in the teeth and that forces your face into a smile. Your body doesn't know the difference so it will then start activating the right chemicals in the brain to make you think that you are more happy than you are so spite just that physical lifting of the the mouth lifting the corners of the mouth to make you smile releases all those happy chemicals so you smile and you breathe and then if you can even laugh that's going to be even more effective to help release that tension So I just want you to thank you for listening to today's podcast. I now have a list of other podcasts that I need to go and do. If you want to have more information on this, my book, Become a Warrior Woman, Nine Rules to Sort Your Shit, is available. You can get it online at my website, which is www... Do you still need to say that? I don't know. www.warriorwomanproject.com And then if you go to the Work With Me tab, you will be able to buy the book there. Alternatively, you can get it on Amazon at amazon.co.uk or amazon.com and you can get it in paperback and Kindle version. And if you have enjoyed today's podcast, if you could do me a huge, 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 huge favour and go over to iTunes and give me a five-star review. Because the more reviews I have, the more likely that Instagram or... Uh, Instagram? No, iTunes. iTunes are going to share the podcast and put it on list so that other people can find this podcast and get the help that they need to help them become a warrior woman. Questions, comments, feedback, you can fire them over to jen at warriorwomanproject.com and I will speak to you on another podcast very, very soon.